Are you ready? Because it's time to go lead everything. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Go Lead Everything podcast. Phil here, and today I'm talking about a subject that I am so passionate about. It's actually one of the, I've made a post, a couple minute post about it quite a while back and got some good feedback on it and thought it worth, it was worth and um, I thought it warranted a full podcast episode and a little more detail, a little more explanation, maybe a couple stories as to why I'm so passionate about this. And, and it's about being coachable. What is it to be coachable? If you've ever played a sport, if you've ever done any group activity, if you've ever worked with anybody one-on-one, if you've ever sought out advice from someone, you've been in a situation where being coachable can be a huge asset. It can be a huge benefit. It can be a good thing. But what does it really mean? For a long time, I had a flawed perspective of what it means to be coachable. I thought being coachable meant doing what your coach says to do all the time. Of course, as long as it doesn't go against God's laws or, or civil authorities and, and our uh, state laws and things, you know, you're not going to go break the law and just, just blindly listen to somebody. At least I wouldn't. But one thing I didn't do is, is question some things that really didn't make sense to me. And as I got older, I would fall into the trap of beginning to question some of those things. And then I didn't do it the right way. And that's really where people can screw up too. It's not that they just question because, you know, questioning can be a, a good thing, but also the way you question and still showing respect to your authorities is important. So super passionate about this topic because I really didn't do a good job of it. I really didn't. Um, I thought being coachable meant do what your coach says to do, exactly what they say. Just make them happy. And that is not what being coachable is. Being coachable is not just blindly following along. And that's where many people get off track. That's where many people can begin to create a mindset in themselves where they just blindly follow. And that is not what you want your teams to do. That is not what any good leader should want their teams to do, is blindly follow. But what you do want, what coaching really is all about, is about listening. And back when I was in college, I played baseball, many of you know, we would go do hitting drills. We would put the ball on tees, we would throw balls and you know, you get, you practice hitting the ball in different areas. So when you get different pitches, you can be better at and and have practiced hitting the ball at different locations. And there's something that uh, is so important in everything. And and the metaphor to baseball is very physical, but it's also in life beyond that. I think it's putting yourself in a position to be successful. And we would practice putting ourselves in positions where we would be successful. At least that's what I think we should have been doing. 
Now, I'm not bashing any coaches, so please don't take this the wrong way. This is coming from my heart. Got nothing but love for all of my coaches and teammates over the years. Sometimes we would do drills, and, and it just didn't feel right to me. And, you know, I don't know how it felt for other people. Other people really like certain drills and, and things. But I'm a big believer that you got to get the feeling. And getting the feeling is very personal. And it's everybody understands concepts and understands things in different ways. And until that person really understands and gets the feeling, really believes, I mean, that's, that's where belief is born. When they actually feel it and, you know, they know it's true, they trust it. And when you really begin to understand is when you, you see it working and in sports, it's a very physical thing where you can actually feel these things working. And I think, you know, from a spiritual perspective, I think our feelings can lie to us a lot. You know, our feelings are flawed. We're sinners. We're in this sinful world. So, you know, don't take this metaphor to apply physically to every situation. But I do think there is physical to a lot of things. And especially when it comes to sports, when it comes to public speaking, for example, how about doing a podcast? Man, you got to get up there and get the feeling of what it is like to sit in a room by yourself and talk to yourself for 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes. Have any of you ever done that? That is not an easy thing to do. And so that's something I'm trying and working at getting the feeling right now with the Go Lead Everything podcast. With baseball, it's all about putting your body in a position to have success where you can get that feeling. Everybody I know who's played baseball at any significant level has had that hit where you hit the ball and, and you're like, what did I just do that time? Because that felt amazing. You, know, you almost don't even feel the ball and it just flies. And you're like, how do I repeat that? How do I do that over again? And that helping people understand the feeling and really get that feeling is what coaching is all about. That's what I think coaching is all about. It's helping people who don't know how to get the feeling, figure out how to get it, and then figure out how to understand how to do it themselves so that they can go practice getting the feeling. So I think there's a point, and this is one place where I have some heartburn about some coaching, is that coach's goal should not be to have you keep coming back to them. And from a business perspective, I know, you know, maybe some of the business and marketing folks are going to be like, man, Phil's an, an idiot when it comes to business. But I just don't, I think we should teach people to coach themselves and then they can go and be better. And I think there's a place to have coaches in your life that you continually go to and continually challenge yourself, challenge your thinking, keep you in check, hold you accountable. So I think that has a place, but I would see these baseball coaches where you schedule time, schedule 30 minutes with them and you literally just go and do drills. You, you know, you do drills that you could do on your own. And if you really understood what the swing's supposed to be, if you really understood how to get that feeling, if you really understood what you were trying to even get, you could just take video and do it yourself. You could coach yourself and wouldn't need to go spend money on a coach. 
But I do think that that accountability piece, that uh, consistency piece, that having a, a partner that you like to work with and practice with, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I'm just talking about coaching needs in general. I think the, I think the goal of every good coach should be to develop people to the point where they don't need to be coached anymore. They're the coaches. They can coach themselves and they can coach others. That's just my personal philosophy when it comes to coaching. That should be the ultimate goal. How do we build up people so that they no longer need coaching? And I'm a, I think we should always have coaches. So I know I may sound like I'm contradicting myself, but what I'm saying is when it comes to certain tactical things that people need to learn they need to learn how to coach themselves they need to learn get the feeling understand how to repeat the feeling and learn how to really coach themselves so they can go help other people that's what that's what this is all about it's about growing leaders that can continually benefit others so when you're thinking about the people in your life i know getting advice from people can be challenging. Sometimes you can get defensive. Sometimes it can be extremely hurtful when you get some feedback and, and it's, you're like, how can you perceive me like that? Because that's not where my mindset is at all, but that's what other people see. And being coachable is all about a humble and servant approach to listening, giving of yourself, realizing that you only have your perspective, that person who's coaching you or giving you advice only has theirs. How can I be a better listener and help this coach give me advice in a way that I can hear it and really understand it? especially if what they're saying to you doesn't make sense. If what they're saying to you doesn't make sense, it's your responsibility. It's your responsibility to make it make sense. Help that coach understand how to communicate better to you so it will make sense. And this was one of the coolest things I've heard when I worked with different coaches it's all about how you can bring a metaphor to the table that that person understands. And that's how people learn. If you can relate a concept to something they already know, then they'll learn it like that. They'll learn it so quick. So when you're thinking about coaching, think about metaphors. And the Bible is the best example of this, right? Jesus spoke in parables. Well, he did that for various reasons, but Telling stories, relating metaphors is one of the best ways that you can communicate to people so that they can take what they know and then relate a new idea to it and put those things together. And once they do, they know it. They learned it, right? I'm a big fan of the TV show Suits. I don't know if y'all watch Suits, but uh, Mike, the super genius, remembers everything guy. He only remembers it if he understands it, right? He, he remembers everything he reads, but not everything he reads, everything he understands from what he reads. So I think that's how many of us are. You know, we, we all can read a lot of things, and, and, but if we don't understand it, then we're going to forget it. So you got to help people, coaches out there, 
help your people understand how to get the feeling. They need to understand the technical details, but they need to understand the why. They need to be able to repeat these things, practice these things on their own. Understanding that why, getting the feeling is so key. If you as a coach can rephrase things, if you can even ask, this is one area I think I can improve and and many leaders can improve. Just ask your people how to communicate to them. How many of you leaders out there have done this? Have you really gone to your people and said, how would you like me to communicate to you? What's your preferred form of communication? Do you like when I call you out of the blue? Do you like when I shoot you a text message and say, hey, you know, I'd like to chat. Do you have five minutes? You know, do you like when I send you emails? Do you not like when I send you emails, a bunch of emails? Do you not like getting messaged on our little messenger tools? People, everybody wants to be communicated with a different way. And this is something I learned in a training course, actually, with uh, AMA, American Management Association. It was one of the most valuable things I took away is you need to teach people how to communicate with you and you need to learn how to communicate with them. Everybody's not the same. You don't get to just communicate with people the way you want to because that's what you prefer and you're the boss. And that's that's not how it works. It, I mean, it can work that way. And I'm sure it does in many instances. But if you want to maximize what you're getting out of your people, there's so many ways that you can eliminate pain points for your people. And they'll love you for it. If you make communication easy, painless, where you're not triggering people, you'll have way more effective conversations. You'll get way more done. There's so many benefits to this. And the most important piece, I think, in, and I've failed at this many times, I'm working on it. You have to teach people how to communicate with you. You have to teach people. And you have to realize that communication is only a small portion of what's coming out of your mouth. I know many of you have probably heard this before, but. I mean, 90% of what you're saying is not coming out of your mouth. It's coming through your body language. It's coming from what you do. I'll give you an example. Say you have a boss. You schedule a one-on-one with them, a mid-year review, year-end review. You got a development plan conversation. You have something important going on in your life. You want to schedule with your leader and cool you know that's that's a conversation that's important to you right it's important to you you know this is about your career this is about the work you've been doing for you know however many months years this is about an opportunity to build a relationship with your leader and talk about some stuff that's really important to you What if your leader doesn't show up on time or maybe, you know, 10, 15, 20 minutes late, you get a text, Hey, you know, can we reschedule? Or what if they just ghost you? 
what what is that saying what does that say and it's really easy for you to go hey this is crap like this is this boss person doesn't even care about me right really easy to jump to that but what did we just talk about we talked about being coachable we talked about giving we talked about bringing that grateful gratitude humility approach to listening understanding and hearing what your coach has to say and quite frankly if you're showing up late to meetings everybody is going to be late sometimes i'll caveat this everybody's been late showing up on time is huge it's so important to me it's just so huge i can't even tell you i've been late though I'm sorry when I am. I do everything I can to make it on time to things. So many people show up late to things. And when you show up late to things, you just tell people that you don't care about them. They're not important to you. They're not a priority to you. Their time and what they're doing, you have more important stuff to do. It's just like the worst thing you can possibly do is show up late to stuff. So, Keep that in mind, right? Don't show up late to stuff. If you want to tell people, if you actually care and want your people to know you care about them, you're going to show up on time. You got to be there for them on time. And there's always going to be times where you got to reschedule. There's always going to be times where things come up. Totally understand. But you cannot be late and doing that to your people. It communicates the wrong things. But going back to this coachable conversation, this humility approach, you also got to understand the people that are showing up late. You got to understand their situation that they have going on. You got to understand why they might have shown up late, why you might have not seemed as important. And then flip the, flip the script and go, well, what would I have done if I was a leader in that situation? And this is an area where I, I've questioned uh, personnel decisions in the past. You know, you see leaders that make personnel decisions and you go, man, why do you do that? I just think that's a, that's a bad, bad idea, putting that person in that role maybe. And then you ask yourself, who would you have put in that role? And this is something I've asked people on my teams before too. It's like, okay, you know, you're questioning that decision. Who would you have put in that role? And if they can't think of one person, it's like, who are you to question these decisions, if you literally cannot think of one person that you would have put in that role instead. So you, you really got to be patient. You got to be understanding. You have to be, bring humility to it. There's a time to escalate things. There's a time to have these critical conversations, these tough conversations when you're being disrespected. And there's a time to sit quietly and take it. There's a time and a season for all things. Coaching is all about being a better listener, being a better communicator, helping people understand how to get the feeling and getting out of yourself. And if you are showing up late to your people's stuff, you need to rethink your strategy because all you're telling your people is you don't care about them. And they may be understanding. They may love you. They probably do because people are great. Yeah, we're all sinners. We're, we're going to screw up. But for the most part, I think, I think people generally want to do the right thing. Yeah, they're not going to because they're sinners. But I think there's a lot of great people out there. 
I think they're very understanding and patient. I think they're working their butts off to try to do the right thing for their communities and their families. I'm fortunate to be a part of a great organization and many great organizations that do a lot of great things for their communities and are providing tremendous service to the communities in which we live and work. But if you're not showing up on time and really giving your people some FaceTime, having some critical conversations with your people, if you come to a development plan conversation and you don't even have any development guidance for your people, then you're not doing what you need to be doing as a leader. Leaders give their people a vision of what they can be. And that vision should go beyond any of their expectations. Helping people see the potential in themselves is a part of what being a leader is. And so I encourage you all, all you leaders out there who want to go lead everything that they do. Think about how you can be a better listener, be a better communicator, help people see the vision, help people get the feeling, teach people how to communicate with you, help people to be coachable, teach them how to be coachable and make sure that you don't forget how to be coachable yourself. Go lead everything. If you enjoyed today's show, give it a five-star rating. Follow, subscribe, and head on over to GoLeadEverything.com to learn more about the Go Lead Everything movement. For more great content daily, follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at RealPhilSwanson, Facebook and LinkedIn at Philip Swanson. And for videos of these episodes and other great video content daily, subscribe to the Phil Swanson channel on YouTube. Now go lead everything.